Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the I'm Just Saying podcast. This is your host, Jared Dawkins here. I hope all of you out there in the world are doing well. I hope all of you out there in the world are being safe and making smart, good decisions during this pandemic. Well, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an NFL free agency preview edition of the show today. I am very, very excited about NFL free agency. As we all know, there has already been a lot of crazy, just crazy, crazy ass things that are going on in free agency. And and the actual free agency period hasn't even started yet. We've we've had Aaron Rodgers sign a four year, two hundred million dollar contract. Russell Wilson getting traded to the Denver Broncos, which did not surprise me because I expected it. But but then also you have the franchise tag, Devontae Adams, franchise tagged. Dolphins tight end Mike Kosicki, franchise tagged. Chris Godwin, Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver, franchise tagged. And then to go further and further into this free agency preview edition of the show today, if you haven't already heard, Nick Bosa, Los Angeles Chargers pass rusher, just got a new running mate because the Chicago Bears have traded Khalil Mack, if you have not already heard. The Chicago Bears have traded Khalil Mack to the Los Angeles Chargers for a 2022 second-round pick in this year's draft and a 2023 sixth-round pick in next year's draft. And that is absolutely just nuts to think about. You got Nick Bosa on one side, and you have Khalil Mack on the other side. And here's the reason why I say Khalil Mack going to the Chargers makes sense. Obviously, the Chargers were desperate for for pass rushing help with Nick Bosa because Uchenna, excuse me, because Uchenna Unwusu, who is a free agent, was probably not going to come back to Los Angeles anyway. So the Chargers felt like eventually they they were going to need to replace Uchenna Unwusu. So they went out and they got Khalil Mack. So. That's a little bit of breaking news for all of you out there who haven't already heard. The 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 Bears trade Khalil Mack to the Los Angeles Chargers. But to add on to this free agency period that is going to be taking place starting this Sunday on NFL Network with free agency frenzy and then going really going into free agency starting March March 14th of next week, here's the list of free agents that are going to be upon a lot of other teams to possibly sign starting next week. Vaughn Miller, guard Brandon Sheriff, linebacker Bobby Wagner, who the Seahawks just released today, wide receiver Allen Robinson, pass rusher Chandler Jones, left tackle Nate Solder, defensive end Dante Fowler, uh, free safety Tyron Matthew, the Washington Commanders just released Landon Collins today. Andrew Norwell, Teron Armstead, left tackle for the New Orleans Saints, who is probably who is more than likely going to try to possibly work out a new deal with the with the Saints, but he could be he could be on his way to a new team. Stephon Gilmore, formerly of the Patriots and and the Carolina Panthers, he's a free agent. Calais Campbell, former defensive end for the Baltimore Ravens. He's a free agent. Jason Pierre-Paul, he's a free agent. Hakeem Hicks, defensive tackle for the for the Chicago Bears. He could possibly be he could possibly be leaving. 
Dwayne Brown, still one of the more, still one of the best left tackles in all of pro football, even though he's coming up on the end of his career. He's a free agent. Veteran corner Joe Hayden, he's a free agent. The Tennessee Titans just released guard Roger Saffold, formerly of the Los Angeles Rams. Now he's a free agent. But you guys get what I'm saying. You guys get my drift. There are a lot of there are a lot of free agents free agents out there. But the one thing that I'm taking away from this free agency period is that there are a lot of offensive line free agents. There are a lot of guards. There are a lot of left tackles that are out here in this draft market that could really benefit a lot of football teams. You know, um, like, for example, prime example, Roger Saffold, one of the more underrated left guards in all of pro football. The Broncos could use him. You just trade it for Russell Wilson. Why not go get Roger Saffold? Why not? I mean, hey, why not go get an Andrew Norwell? Why not go get a veteran in Dwayne Brown, who's 34, 35 years old? You can sign him on a three-year deal. There have been, there are a lot of, there's a lot of offensive line talent in this free agency pool and in the draft too. So, so that's the one thing that has stood out to me about this free agency period. There's already been a lot of moves as is. And 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 then on top of that, with with a lot of offensive line free agents that we have out there in this free agency period, you also still have a lot of quarterbacks out there, or or not so much a lot of quarterbacks, but you have a few quarterback names out there that still have a chance of possibly being on new teams or more definitely being on new teams. Jimmy Garoppolo. Deshaun Watson. Carson Wentz is now a Washington commander, which, by the way, kind of skeptical about. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. But at the end of the day, like I said before, you have quarterbacks like Jimmy Garoppolo, Deshaun Watson, you know, who could possibly be on new teams very, very soon. More so Jimmy Garoppolo, more so Jimmy G than Deshaun Watson, because Deshaun Watson still has to get over his legal issues, which probably could take another full year to get over. So this free agency period has a lot of really good, really good veteran, veteran talent out there that could really help out a team like the Chargers, a team like the Broncos, who are really, really on the cusp of getting to the Super Bowl or could help a team like a Baltimore get over the hump and win a championship or help a team like the Chiefs get back to the Super Bowl and win a second Super Bowl in four years. So this free agency period, this free agency market may not be as glamorous as previous free agency markets, but it, but like I mentioned before, it has a lot of veteran, veteran talent that could really help out teams that are on the fringe of championship contention. And that's what I've really, really noticed. And that's what's really stood out to me about this free agency period. But coming up next, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give you guys my, my free agency predictions on some 
of the of the big names out there in free agency that I think will fit with certain teams. And also, I'm going to give you guys my reaction to Russell Wilson being a Denver Bronco and why I believe Russell Wilson going to Denver now makes Denver one of the scariest teams in the NFL. That's coming up. Stay tuned. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. In free agency, whether it be NFL, Major League Baseball, the NBA, free agency gives fan bases of certain teams hope. It gives them the ability to think to themselves, okay, if we get that guy, we got a chance to possibly go all the way. Or if we or that guy's the missing piece to us winning the championship. Or if we get that veteran, our offensive line will be solid for the next two to three years. Or if we get that corner, if we get that corner, we really won't have to worry about drafting for need in the draft. We can just draft draft for depth purposes. That's what free agency gives teams, fan bases, or just teams in general in the NFL and the NBA and Major League Baseball. That's what it gives. It gives hope. It gives you comfortability and stability to know that, okay, we won't need to reach in the draft for a guy. We can just plug for depth purposes. So with that being said, there are a few names in free agency. There are a few big names in free agency that I'm going to throw out to you guys, and I'm going to give you guys the perfect landing spot for these players that I think fits and suits not only them, but it fits the team and where that team wants to go. Let's get started. Wide receiver Allen Robinson, free agent wide receiver Allen Robinson. I really thought about this, and I think Allen Robinson would fit very, very well with the Indianapolis Colts. Here's why I say that. The Indianapolis Colts already have Michael Pittman. They got Zach Pascal. They have Paris Campbell, but they're more than likely going to end up letting T.Y. Hilton go into free agency. He's a veteran. He's coming up on the end of his career, and he hasn't been able to stay healthy the last two or three years. And I think Allen Robinson would be the perfect fit in Indianapolis to help out Michael Pittman Jr. So that's where I think Michael Pittman, or excuse me, that's where I think Allen Robinson would fit the best. I think he would fit with the Indianapolis Colts. Next up, defensive line, or excuse me, um, pass rusher Chandler Jones. I think Chandler Jones, in my opinion, Chandler Jones is not going back to Arizona. He's not going back to Arizona, which means more than likely Arizona's not going to pay him what he feels he's worth, which is dumb, by the which is stupid. But anyway, Chandler Jones, where do I think Chandler Jones would fit best? I think Chandler Jones would fit beautifully with the Denver Broncos. Can you imagine Chandler Jones with Bradley Chubb? Now, here's the thing. If here's the thing. If Chandler Jones does not go if Vaughn Miller, excuse me, if Vaughn Miller does not go back to Denver because there have been some rumblings out there in the in the NFL sphere, there have been rumblings out there that Vaughn Miller could possibly go back to Denver. I don't think that's going to happen. I think he's going to stay in Los Angeles with the Rams. I think he really likes it there, and he just won a Super Bowl. Why would you leave? But anyway, if Denver does not get Vaughn Miller back, 
I think Chandler Jones would be an absolutely beautiful fit and a beautiful running mate for Bradley Chubb. Here's why I say that. The Broncos getting Chandler Jones to help out Bradley Chubb would be like the Broncos getting DeMarcus Ware towards his toward the end of his career to help out and help mentor and mentor Vaughn Miller when Vaughn was in his prime and when Vaughn was in Denver. And not only that, Denver has been known for years to have to have legitimate elite pass rushers. Vaughn Miller and Elvis Dumerville. Vaughn Miller and DeMarcus Ware. Vaughn Miller and Bradley Chubb until Vaughn Miller got hurt towards the end of his career in Denver. If they get Chandler Jones to go with Bradley Chubb, that's another set right there for the Broncos to to benefit off of as far as pass rushers. Next up, Dwayne Brown, free agent, 35 years old, coming up on the end of his career. There's a team in the AFC that needs offensive line help bad. And they need it more than almost probably damn near any team in the league. And I believe that team that Dwayne Brown fits with is the Cincinnati Bengals. I would love to see Dwayne Brown go to the Cincinnati Bengals. It would solidify and it would it would it would stabilize that that Bengals offensive line and it would really, really help out Joe Burrow a lot. He would have that veteran present on the offensive line to where he doesn't really have to worry about about his left side being compromised. He doesn't really have to worry about that because he has Dwayne Brown watching his back. So I think Dwayne Brown would fit beautifully with the Cincinnati Bengals. Next up, Joe Hayden. Veteran cornerback Joe Hayden, formerly of the Cleveland Browns, formerly of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Could he return to Pittsburgh? Yes. But if he does not return to Pittsburgh, there is a team in the AFC West that I think he would fit beautifully with. And I believe that team is the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, hear me out. I know what people out there are probably thinking. Jared, the Chargers just got Khalil Mack in a trade. Why would they go after Joe Hayden? Think about this. The char- More than likely, the Chargers are going to let Chris Harris go in free agency. Why not replace Chris Harris Jr. with Joe Hayden? Yes, you have Asante Samuel Jr., but at the end of the day, you can never, ever have enough veteran cornerback help. So you get Nick Bosa with Khalil Mack with a veteran in Joe Hayden, with Asante Samuel Jr., with 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 um with Mike Davis on the back end and Derwin James, you can add you can add you can probably add another corner in the draft, or probably add a slot corner in free agency, maybe a Tavon Young from Baltimore, and the Chargers and the Chargers could possibly end up having one of the better secondaries in the league if that happens. So that's my fit for Joe Hayden, the Los Angeles Chargers, and finally Tyran Matthew. I think Tyran Matthew will end up being a Baltimore Raven. That's just my opinion. That's just what I think. That's just that's just my thought. I think he would he would fit absolutely beautifully here in Baltimore. And the Ravens have needed that kind of safety as far as playmaking ability since Ed Reed left. We had it we had it here with Eric Weddle for a little bit. Kinda worked, but then it kind of didn't. Um, tried tried it with Earl Thomas for a year, didn't work, 
And I believe Tyron Matthew is is that next is that next Baltimore safety who's just an absolute ball hawk. So Tyron Matthew to the Baltimore Ravens, I think is a beautiful fit. Very, very quickly, I want to talk about Russell Wilson. As we all know, Russell Wilson was traded from the Seattle Seahawks, Seahawks to the Denver Broncos for two first-round picks, two second-round picks, a fifth-round pick, Drew Locke, Shelby Harris, and tight end Noah Fant. Here's my thought on that, tra- on that trade. It makes Denver one of the scariest teams in the league because they already have a damn good defense. Patrick, Patrick Sertan, Michael Ojemudia, Jesse, or, um, uh, Justin Simmons, excuse me, at the safety position. You got Malik Reed. You got Bradley Chubb. You got Marcel Purell on the defensive line. You got Alexander Johnson. You got Baron Browning at linebacker. The Broncos, and, and then on the offensive side of the football, you got Javante Williams. You got Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, K.J. Hamler. The Broncos are in a position to where they are set. They are, they, they, that roster is loaded, okay? Yes, they're going to lose a Kendall Fuller to free agency. Yes, they're going to lose a Bryce Callahan in free, to free agency. Yes, they're going to need to tweak and beef up, their, beef up their offensive line. But at the end of the day, that, Bronco, that Broncos roster really does not need much tweaking at all. And that's the scary part about Russell Wilson going to Denver. Denver really didn't need to give up much. They probably needed to give up more, more so draft picks than players. But they really didn't need to give up much. And all they need to do is tweak the offense, like I said before, tweak the offensive line here and there, get another corner here and there, add a couple pieces to the defensive line, and Denver will be off and rolling in the AFC. And I said this about a year ago, probably a year or two ago maybe, but I'm going to continue to say it and I'm going to say it now. The Chiefs' chances of winning the AFC West are shrinking, and they're shrinking fast. They're shrinking, and they're shrinking really, really fast because you have Derek Carr and the Raiders and Josh McDaniels now, because you have Brandon Staley and Justin Herbert, and now you add Khalil Mack with Nick Bosa. And now you got Russell Wilson with the possibility of Vaughn Miller coming back. And or or maybe they go and get a Chandler Jones or a Robert Quinn from the Bears. The AFC West is loaded as hell now. And the Chiefs' chances of winning that division over the next two to three, maybe even four years, is are shrinking and they're shrinking fast. And that's why I say the Denver Broncos are one of the more loaded teams in the AFC and in the AFC West. And they just made it more difficult for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs to come out of that division with the AFC West crown. So, but coming up next, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be time for me to leave you with something to think about. That's coming up. Stay tuned. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. You know what time it is. It's time for me to leave you with something to think about. The year 2012. Why do I bring up the year 2012? Because that is the year that the NFL draft took place where the Indianapolis Colts drafted Andrew Luck with the number one overall pick. As we all know, Andrew Luck played seven years in the NFL, 
played seven years from 2012 to 2019. And during the 2019 preseason, he shocked everybody, including myself, and he walked away from the game of football. Looking back at it, when Andrew Luck explained why he retired, because he was just tired of getting beat up, you really look at it and you really pay attention and you think to yourself, okay, I get and I understand why he retired. I get it. But what if Andrew Luck had not retired? After the 2016 season, Andrew Luck signed a five-year, $122.97 million contract. He Had Andrew Luck not retired, he would be a free agent right now. But he retired, like I said before, he retired due to getting beat up so much. My question to you guys is this. My what if to you guys is this. Had Andrew Luck not gotten beat up as much as he gotten beat up during his seven-year career? Had he only gotten beat up even half of what he gotten beat up? And he was a free agent right now as he was, as he would have originally been scheduled to be due to his contract. If Andrew Luck was a free agent right now, where would he, where would the, where would he best fit in the NFL as far as a, as far as a team that would need a quarterback right now? Where would he go in free agency if he was a free agent right now? Honestly, in my opinion, and this is just me, I think Andrew Luck would be in the position that Russell Wilson's in right now. I think Andrew Luck would be a Denver Bronco. I think Andrew Luck right now would be where Russell Wilson is right now, and I think Andrew Luck would be a Denver Bronco. If Andrew Luck had not gotten beat up as much as he gotten beat up during his seven-year career, and he was scheduled to be a free agent right now, as he as as it said as as it said on his contract, I think Russell Wilson would probably be probably he would probably be either a Denver Bronco or maybe maybe he ends up in a place like say Washington. With the commanders. He probably ends up in either Washington and stabilizes that franchise, or he ends up in Denver with John Elway. One of those two places. But that's why, that's why, ladies and gentlemen, this is what if. I would love to know your thoughts on that. Where do you think Andrew Luck would be right now had he left into had he left Indianapolis after his contract expired this season? like it was going to originally, where would he, where do you think he would go? And where do you think he would best fit? I would love to know the answer to that from you guys. But then that's why this is what if. Thank you for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the I'm Just Saying podcast. This is your host, Jared Dawkins here. Thank you for listening to this NFL free agency preview edition of the show. Thank you for listening. I hope you all enjoy NFL free agency frenzy like I know I will. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. If you would like to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram at quietsoul24, Q-U-I-E-T-S-O-U-L-24. 
And you can follow me on Facebook at Jared Dawkins, J-A-R-E-D, Dawkins, D-A-W-K-I-N-S. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for listening. I'm out. Peace.